Yeah. You now listening to my dude Wally Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. I'm on the yeah. I'm on a new level. 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 Brought me a new shovel. Put these niggas in the dirt. Shame with the new bezel. All my niggas put them work. I'm on a new level. 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 Brought me a new shovel. Put these niggas in the dirt. Shame with the new bezel. All my niggas put them work. Used to be sleeping on itchy beds. Bad bugs in the motel. Give me hell. 20 bitches in the hotel. On a Roman noodle diet. Toy life wasn't so well. All my niggas starting riots. Marsh pitting on your toy nails. You know, listen to my two wild horse trees. Yeah. That's me. I am him. <laughs> you. Sakpasi. What's good? What's good? It's me, Wally Wall Street, your host. Thank you for tuning in for another wonderful episode of We Gotta Have It. Uh, this episode is titled New Level. And, of course, the theme that we selected was ASAP Rocky. Um, ooh, sorry. Mm. ASAP for featuring uh, Future, New Level. And the song was selected by a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Brownie Marie. She is a multimedia journalist, uh, found an entrepreneur, founder of Life Entertainment News. Yeah, and so Brownie opened up, um, shared, poured her heart out in this episode, and I really want to thank her for that. Um, please follow her on Instagram at uh, Brownie Marie, all one word. And yeah, so in this episode, Brownie opens up about her dating um, New York Knicks player. Um, Alpha and beta personalities, which is really funny. Uh, she details like what she likes and what she doesn't dislike by those two. Um, she also talked about long distance relationships. She had an interesting story that I feel every person who's ever dealt with long relationships can relate to. She tackled a very difficult subject, which is, you know, when's the best time to exit a bad relationship? I know too many of us have had that experience where we know the relationship is over, but we don't know how to set up an exit strategy. So um, Brownie has a very unique way of doing that. And um, it's a a bit cold, but I respect it. (laughs) Um, She also shared, which is a very tough thing to to really dissect, is dating people that don't meet your standards, um, or in better terms, dating ugly men on Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Uh, she also revealed, you know, how she re, how one should rebound, no pun intended, from a failed relationship. And then lastly, um, tackling emotional and sexual experiments, aka hoeing out. <laughs> so clearly, this was one of my favorite interviews. I really enjoyed this conversation with Brownie because it was real honest and it was very informative, informative, helpful cheerful sad too um a whole bunch of emotions but at the end of the day 
it's a story that we all can relate to and i thank brownie for sharing and be sure after you listen to this episode i just want to let you know there's going to be a part two um so without further ado i would like everybody to uh sit back pour a small glass of your favorite wine and enjoy this hilarious conversation with my girlfriend, Marie. Yeah, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of We Gotta Have It. I am your host, Owali Wall Street, joined by a very special, special guest, a close friend. Um, she is a multimedia journalist and the founder of LifeENTNews.com. I would love the we gotta have it audience to give a round of applause to Miss Brownie Marie. Hey, thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining. Thank you for giving us some of your time. I know it's really busy. It's a weekend. You got a lot to do, but um, I am extremely excited to have our part two conversation about this. Um, we were trying to record this when we we're in Jersey City, but um, it was too loud. Um, so yeah. I don't work um side note everybody if you're in the jersey city area please visit um light rail cafe at 237 randall avenue uh some of the best burgers and ginger rum um, i had in my life um it was pretty delicious but uh other than black owned black black owned owned business so please 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 go out there and Spend your weekends, spend your uh, evenings over at Light Rail Cafe. Free plug-in. So this this is not a paid ad. Um, I just respect and honor like great quality um, service and good food. But um, other than that, so Brownie, what's going on with you? How's your day? How's your week going so far? Man, the week was kind of tough. Um, it's been busy on the work side, which, you know, still blessed to be working mm-hmm. and to have a job. But that's been a busy and a challenge on top of that the personal life has kind of been shaky this guy that i'm seeing has been acting up so Uh-oh. had to have Uh-oh. some tough combos uh this week and i had a date a first date that didn't go well so that was a womp womp and then i was actually planning another date that i was really excited and looking forward to and mm-hmm. that got canceled so you know it was a little bit rocky but i did go out with my friends last night so that was a nice kind of boost, nice mm-hmm. way to start the weekend off and kind of just reset. So, you know, we had ups and downs, business and pleasure, a little mix of everything this week. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, you know what? I wanted to have this conversation so to really tap into that too in respect to like dating, um, actually how to spot certain poor behaviors. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know uh, we were having a crazy conversation too um when we're out there in jersey city and i wish we would have recorded but let's try to re-pick piggyback on some of the stuff that we were discussing um so let's talk talk to me about the experience with your date that canceled if you don't mind i don't mind at all (laughs) (laughs) get this off my chest and it's actually you know my fault it's kind of a case where i've been putting more effort um, towards seeing this person and connecting that he has been, which is something, especially as a female, you never want to do. Mm. However, I'm kind of in a space where I'm like, all right, there's few people that I'm really interested in that I really want. So when mm. I do meet someone that I want that much, it's kind of hard for me to just let it go. And it's right. kind of like, 
if you want something, go for it, you know, shoot your shot kind of thing. So I took it as such and mentioned, um, he lives in Connecticut and I mentioned that I was going to be in Connecticut and, uh, cause my girl is up there also. And so I was like, you know, I could kill two birds, you know, we can get some drinks or grab dinner or something. He's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. You know, what are you thinking about? First, it wasn't even like a confirmation, just kind of like, all right. Yeah. Let me know. I'm like, I am letting you know, like (laughs) I'm trying to plan it with you right now. But he kind of was like, oh yeah, when you get up here, hit me up. I was like, Mm -hmm. red flag number one. He was just way Mm -hmm. too casual about it. Wasn't trying to set anything in stone with me. But me being the ridiculous knucklehead I am, I'm like, all right, no problem. (laughs) I'm going to make this work. So then I hit him up, told him actually wasn't going to be able to see my girl. She's actually in quarantine. One of her coworkers got COVID. She tested negative, but, you know, quarantined for two weeks. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to see her. But, you know, I still want to come up. I need to get out the house, you know, whoop-de-whoop. Then he's like, oh, I've been on this uh, fast. He's on this diet. Can't remember what it's called. It's similar to the Dr. Sebi diet, you know, where you're basically just eating raw, you know, fruits and veggies, no carbs, no processed anything, no sugar, no dairy kind of diet. So he's like, oh, I'm on this diet, this fast um, for five days. I don't know how I'm going to be feeling. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Fruits and vegetables aren't going to have you, you know, dizzy and weak. And... Mm. He's a big dude. So it's not like, I don't understand. I'm going to be on bed rest. You can step out for a minute, have, you know, some a smoothie or whatever, some juice. Mm. <laughs> we can go to a juice bar. But I was like, all right. right. He's on some trash. He's already making excuses as to why it's not going to work. I mean, we could go for a walk. You know what I'm saying? We could do something that doesn't involve alcohol or even dinner necessarily. He wasn't even right. trying to think about that. So I was like, all right, fair enough. I'm just going to let it go. Then he hit me up a couple of times just saying, hey. And I was like, mm, still not planning a date. He's on some fuckboy shit. Hey, how are right. you? I'm trying to see you. What's up? So didn't say anything. But then I got a text today. This might be a weekend miracle. He's trying mm-hmm. to take me on a date tonight, but I already okay. have plans. So I'm like, huh, all right. So we'll see how it goes if we end up hooking up on another night. But we're already off on the wrong foot with this dude. So <sighs> such is life. So being being consistent is very important, um, and I agree. It's like how you, my pops always would say, like how you meet them is how you lose them. Yep. So what do you think was the reason, the real reason why this person might have canceled the first date? I think he didn't want to put forth effort mm. in having a set thing. I think mm. that it's laziness on his part. Um, because I should state, even though he's in Connecticut, the part of Connecticut I was going to be in um, was maybe like 45 minutes away from him. So there's right. some driving involved, some effort involved, laziness. Um, but even when I said, you know, I'd be meeting up with him directly, which I could have came to him or met somewhere closer, that's still, he brought up the whole fast thing. So the root of it, I think, is a general lack of interest at the end of the day. He's willing right. to see me if it's something convenient, like if I happen to be around, but not yeah. really put forth the effort. Now, I should say he's, and this is one of my types, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> He's he used to play um, for the Knicks. Okay. So, and this was, you know, he's been retired for a long time, but still men like that, they've been like big man on campus their whole life. 
right? Like there were stars in high school, stars in college, then the professional stars. And then everywhere you go, people are stopping you and they're, you know, dapping you up and they're taking pictures. And so you're constantly getting this recognition and this ego boost every time you leave the house, right? And, you know, a number of women, I'm sure, still throwing themselves at him, even though he doesn't play anymore, just because of who he is. So it's kind of like he's never had to put forth effort for a woman or, you know, to date someone or to get someone or to, you know, whatever the fact. Even me saying today, I, you know, I can't, I can't go out tonight. You know, how about tomorrow? He's probably like, huh, (laughs) you're not going to drop everything, you know, for the date. So I think that's also part of it too. Maybe some narcissism in there also. Maybe the fact that it was my idea to come up and to, you know, have the date and not him doing it. Maybe that's part of it too. I don't know. I don't know. I really, if I was smart, I would just leave the dude alone. I would just let it go. But the heart wants what what it wants. You know, it's you see some you see somebody that you find interest with, and you think you you start imagining what can be exactly what what what, uh what life we can have together, or what things we can build together. But if that person doesn't see that, um, you tend to just you know I don't know. You might need to fall on the sword. But I think it's really honest though. Yeah, the paradox of choice is a real thing. Um, I think where people, when you have more options and you, you don't, don't know how to deal with rejection, for example, mm. you're not going on a date. Um, I think people lash out mm-hmm. and it's, very, I think you, the star athlete who everybody's expect X, Y, and Z, who people throw things at, at them. I would imagine that be, dating for them is a whole different language yeah. compared to folks who are you know average joes just trying to like let's just be honest most guys or who are really trying to start from the ground their their like income level or their status is probably going to be in their late mid 30s late 30s maybe 40s 50s but if you're a star athlete and you make it to the nba and you're and you're 21 right like what's what I can't even imagine what, what life, how you, or who, what type of energy you, you're attracting. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. So, but you know what? New level. You know? <laughs> new level, new devil. So, <laughs> so. This is my last try. You know, we, we initially, now, we met like back in the spring before COVID. So I guess the winter and, um, you know, talked on the phone a few times, planned some things, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. Um, so during COVID, like maybe text a couple of times, but like not really um, I'm trying to set anything up. And so it was like me that reached out. Now the things are kind of, you know, calmed down a bit as far as cases and people are more comfortable going out. It was me that reached out to try to reconnect. So, but this is my last, no. this is my last hurrah with this dude. Damn, this that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. Oh, so do you, all right, do you find, were you, did you feel like you were, did you feel comfortable reaching out to this dude or is this something that you, or were you expecting him to do all the, all the leading? Well, I already saw the general lack of interest, you know, from Mm. spring, you know, so I knew that it would be me that would need to reach out either that or just like randomly or not so randomly (laughs) run into him. You know, you pretend like you're running into someone, but you actually plan that shit out. I would have to do uh-huh. that or reach out 
So it's something that I'm comfortable doing, but I'm just okay. like, you know, let's see where it goes. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really used to have experience with hitting somebody up or approaching them or, you know, things like that. I'm pretty comfortable with that. That's very, that's very interesting. Cause, um, you know, maybe it's, it's a switch of like the reality of things is like, sometimes if you want something, you just have to go for yeah. it. But um, I respect that. I respect on the space where, you know, um, let's put our ego aside and let's just try to figure that out. And I would imagine that might be like a culture shock for somebody who, who experienced that on that end. Like if I'm a dude and then, you know, she's initiating, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Different, so different ball game. Yeah. Um, what, what's happening here? Um, how many chances do some, would you give somebody to finally understand that, Hey, you don't need to be threatened by the idea that, you know, I really want to get to know you. Yeah. What you're saying is so on point. Like a lot of people are intimidated by it. And I think it already sells, says a lot if they are intimidated. Like, for example, if I go out, and this used to happen all the time before I started like approaching men myself, you go out to a restaurant, let's say, or a bar, and the guy's just uh -huh. staring at you, staring at you, right. never comes over, just stares at you. And you, you know, you smile back, you show like, like, oh, you're interesting, or I find you attractive. You can display that uh -huh. so he feels comfortable coming over so he won't get rejected. But even with that, some guys still won't come over. So I literally would go up to men. It was like an experiment I did for a minute. And I'm like, I see you looking at me. Is there a reason that you didn't come over? And they say, oh, no, no, I, I was going to come. I said, no, 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 you don't have to get defensive. I said, I'm re I really want to know this happens to me often. I just want to know if there's a particular reason, you know, that you didn't come over and say anything. Like, do you have a girlfriend? Like, whatever the case. Like, well, I wasn't sure if you were waiting for someone. He's like, or, you know, I see you're with your girls. And I didn't want to interrupt. I'm like, okay, these are, these are honest answers. These are reasons why maybe he didn't want to, you know, approach. So having these conversations with men made me more comfortable with approaching them. Like, yes, I'm with my girls, but it's okay if you want to talk to me. You don't have to buy everyone a drink. You know, some guys feel like that. If I'm with five girls, they got to buy five drinks now. Six, including me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, plus, I'm, and that just it gets expensive, you know, so I got more comfortable with saying like, you know, hi, how are you doing? Are you here by yourself? Like doing that whole kind of pickup line. And some of them are really shocked, but glad that I did it. And for some of them, it's kind of like, all right, this chick is a little bit too much, like a little, little bit too alpha female for what, you know, I'm looking for, which is cool too, which is cool too. Right. So they're kind of seeing what they get right up front with me <laughs> so with that said so do you so with the type of guys you go for alpha males or do you are comfortable with beta males? okay we're going to take a brief time out and i wanted to acknowledge the ladies in the room thank you so much for your overwhelming support this episode couldn't be done without you now while you're listening to this dope conversation i also want you to pop open your laptop and type in moulinvbeauty.com that's MulanVBeauty.com. MulanV is offering premium hair extensions, cosmetics, styling products, and more. So sit back, relax, listen to this excellent conversation. And also visit MulanVBeauty.com and get some new product. Back to the show. I'm very uncomfortable with betas. 
Give me a few pet peeves that you don't like about dating. Oh, God. I had a beta male um, <laughs> right when COVID hit. I was dating one. And um, okay. there's going to be a lot of overlap with the dating. <laughs> with the dates. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's it. a quick turnaround. Um, this beta male, he didn't have his own opinion. Everything. So if I asked huh. him a direct question, you know, do you like chocolate? Well, you know, some kinds are okay. Always had to hedge his answer because he didn't want to disagree with whatever I felt. Would never give me an answer. It was always a paragraph when it's a very direct question because he doesn't know what I think the right answer is. There is no right answer. I'm asking your opinion. I'm asking how you feel about something. That was, that drove me up a wall. Drove to the point where I would interrupt and say, it's, it's a yes or no question. It's yes or no. I don't need the whole story. And he would laugh about it, but I was getting pissed off, you know? So that was the number one thing that I couldn't stand. Number two, he was a pushover. Uh, he was a pushover. So if I said, you know, whatever I wanted to do or, you know, whatever I was in the mood for, not in the mood for, like, okay, all right, sounds good. Which I guess some women would like. But for me, I'm like, mm. you know, what do you want to do? It's okay for you to have an opinion. You know, you can speak up. Drove me up a wall. He also mm -hmm. was a little bit too, like kind of a puppy dog thing. Where he's like, he's always staring at me, follow me around. Just like chill for a minute. Oh. I had one guy, he wasn't a total beta. He was like more of a hybrid. <laughs> Maybe Delta, Gamma, <laughs> I don't know. Some other type of thing. <laughs> where he had opinions, you know, he yeah. would have he would have opinions. But then we would go into like Walgreens or something. And then he was like, okay, I'm gonna get this. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get this. And he would just like, follow me. I'm like, I thought you had something to get. No, I'll come with you. I go to a restaurant. He'd follow me to the bathroom. He said, he just wanted to make sure wow. I, I made it there. I'm like, I'm not gonna get abducted from the table to the bath. It was weird. It was weird. Bizarre. Wow. Maybe that falls into another realm outside of beta, but. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be own space right now. Do you think how long did how long were the were you in those relationships like give or take like three months three um, weeks the beta male the first one i described we talked from like march to like july or june mm. it was a few months it was before it was june it was june because the birthday was in july i had to get out of there <laughs> That gonna get me caught up on the on a birthday gift, so I had to dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I've had guys do this to me many times. Okay, so I didn't even feel bad. That was just, you know, me giving it back so, to the male gender because can't tell you how many times I've been dating someone like my birthday comes around is like ghost. So I had to get out before his birthday. So I think it was around June. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yo, the, the how is when your birthday? Because you know what? That's oh. Or Valentine's Day. Birthday or Valentine's Day. You got to make a decision. Am I in or am I out? Because my partner is going to expect so something for birthday or Valentine's. Right. Oh, shit. So let me ask you this. So in that process, I would imagine you're, you're in a relationship with this person. You're not satisfied. However, I... Were you still looking for, were you looking for an, somebody while you're still trying to figure out when a way to like um, leave this 
relationship were you seeking your alpha male while you were dating this baby oh absolutely in both of the cases and the other guy we dated for maybe two months but um Mm -hmm. these weren't exclusive relationships these were guys i was dating you know seeing if we wanted to be exclusive kind of thing got you got you yeah because that's the thing that i that i'm um realizing that it's like when this space where you're just trying to find the perfect puzzle you most people they get frustrated with relationships because they don't um they don't compare and contrast with mm. others you know they just they jump in and they see their parents married whatever 40 50 mm-hmm. years and find that first person they clutch never in this never in that time where they're with this person they never got a chance to understand what are some real things that they don't like or what are some things that they do like so i really always encourage especially um you know, you know, the younger you are to really identify, try to figure out what certain personalities that that you can get. So there's um, but but again, some cultures, you know, some people might say, oh, no, that's just you out here just like, you know, chasing mad bodies or you over here, just whatever. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is just trying to find the right the right yeah. person. Yeah. You know? But um, but your alphas. All right. So what what are some things that you what's the first thing? How do you know? someone's an alpha for you what is the first thing that you do yeah that confidence and they really exude that when you first meet you know when they approach you or if i'm talking to them the way that they're talking to me the eye contact um the ability to carry on the conversation i'm not carrying the conversation asking all the questions etc they don't see yeah all of that's like okay this is someone with confidence this isn't their first time talking to an attractive female right like he's not you know right. blind like a deer in headlights kind of thing so that's something that i like um and then the initiative for dates planning the date mm. which seems like it's, it should be a default for men in my opinion but apparently it's not mm. it's like well what do you want to do well i would like and i've told men this i would like you to take the lead on the first date i've literally had to tell men this because they're asking me to plan it wherever i want to go you it's, it drives me up a wall you should be able to do this at least for the first date please so right. the whole date thing like you figuring out somewhere to go making a reservation however we're going to meet up kind of thing I want you to be able to plan that so the third thing that I really look for is the kind of chivalry thing is it important oh. to him to make sure that like I'm good, I'm protected, I'm taken care of kind of thing, kind of shows his values around that, um, which for me is like an alpha right. quality, you know? So I really want right. someone who wants to protect, knows how to provide, that kind of kind of traditional male, which is how I was brought up and the type of men in my family. So that's what I'm attracted to. Hey. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that ties into like one of the points I that I'm realized that I wanted to make um, is that a, a lot of times, especially, you know, when you're a young woman or a young man, a lot of the folks that you're attracted by is those that you experience in your household. So if you see your pops waking up three in the morning, four in the morning and going to work, mm-hmm. handling biz, make, that's up, last one to go to sleep, you look for that value. And unfortunately, there are some um, individuals who don't have that experience, whether it be for their fathers or their parents. So that's why a lot of like our relationship experience are going to be extremely different depending on the, you know, depending on 
you know, the people that you date, right? Out of, out of all your dates, um, what are some things that you could say that you learned about yourself that you really didn't know? Um, yeah, I, what you said was really poignant about the rejection thing. And I mm-hmm. definitely have some issues around rejection. It's like I get into like a denial state. Uh-huh. Um, so as you, you know, the example with the, the next guy, it's like, you know, someone, if you're hitting up someone and they're not showing the same interest back, they don't, they're not interested uh-huh. in you. Like, let it go. My mind is like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We're going to give you a little bit of a break. And then we're going to circle back around. Uh, That's the way my mind works. It's like, oh, he's just busy or, you know, whatever the case. Uh, like, they're, yeah. they're flat out not interested. So, yeah, the rejection thing, I didn't even realize um, I had a thing with that. Because I don't feel that way. Like, if I apply for a job and I don't get it, you know, whatever, I just move on. But, um, yeah, right. dating, it kind of hits a little different for me. It's like, you don't want me? Really? Nah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of times it's not even this that they don't want. It's just that they don't um they don't really understand what they're seeking. Mm, yeah. That I that's uh, look, um I was in a I was in a relationship for like 10 years. Have a beautiful daughter out of it. Um even, you know, process marriage and everything. And now the relationship is no longer there anymore. So I, one thing that I took from that is that I really didn't understand myself, understand where my values or my standards are. I just assumed that because somebody matched certain qualities that my parents showed mm. me external, that it, that, the, that person immediately mm-hmm. represented that, but that wasn't the case. So a lot of times uh, what I'm finding out is that you're not, when someone rejects you, it's not about you. It's really about you not, mm. them. you know, they don't. They don't really have that. Um, they're not in that mental, spiritual space to really understand the depth of who you are and what you represent. Uh, so in that case, that really saves you a lot of time because um, the worst thing in the world is trying to, to, to provide, what's the word I'm looking for? Seeking potential, being in a relationship mm-hmm, with potential. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know I mean? that, that shit costs you a lot of money. <laughs> It costs you a lot of stress. So, um, but yeah, look, I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about this next guy, but I am a huge <laughs> next fan. And I'm just, very, I'm just very fucking curious. Was he a starter? And what was he a starter? I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you offline um, who it is. I actually went out with a couple next. Uh, so, you know. Oh man, because I, because I was, I'm like. Here I am talking to you, and I got like my next <laughs> memorabilia, my fitting on. And I'm really thinking, oh, I wonder if it was. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'll tell y'all. Like, okay. <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> are you are you in a space where you're just trying to understand that? Hey, maybe I should switch up um, those that what I deem attractive. Maybe I should just focus on changing um, the. Um, Man, it's crazy you brought that up. I've been having this conversation a lot lately. I've, I have tried to date ugly men and I will just say ugly. Okay. 
I tried <laughs> because, you know, and even now I have to stop myself because I'll see someone I'm not attracted uh, to. And I'm like, Ugh, and I'm kind of swiping. But then you read the profile and you're like, wow, OK, you know, he's at that good age that I want. And, you know, he doesn't want kids or he already has kids and he's looking to settle down because right. I'm on um, OkCupid and I'm on the league. And on OkCupid, they put whether they're looking for a new friend, uh, short-term dating, long-term dating, or a hookup. So you kind of see up front what someone's looking for. Okay. So you're like, okay, you know, he's looking to settle down. Um, you can see if they have a degree or what type. You can see as far as what they put, if they have a full-time job or what they do or what industry. And they have their, you know, about me kind of section. So you go through all that and you're like, you know, he sounds like a good guy. And then I tell myself I'm going to give him a chance. But... I'm negating the fact that I'm not attracted to him. So I've gone out with huh. three, like dated, three ugly men. And each time they treated me great until they didn't. And that's when I had to leave. So the only thing that was really holding us together was the way they treated me. But when you're unattractive, like there's no room for error, right? The first time you mess up, I'm out. And by mess up, I mean fuck up, like something major. I'm out. Whereas someone else, maybe I would try to, you know, talk through it or forgive them or whatever the case, because I'm attracted to them. <laughs> but if I'm not attracted to you, it's kind of like, if I want to be lied to, I can get a dude that's super fine right. to lie to me. Like, what am I doing here? I'm wasting my time. So I don't know if I should... I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> like, I, I want to be attracted to the person. I tried dating people I'm not necessarily attracted to, and it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. So where do I go from here? Right, right. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because you, so an attractive person, you're willing to give them the benefit they of the doubt. They get more chances. That's where- Absolutely. They get more chances, and that's why they're least likely to be yep. responsible. Yep. You know, and the dude that's re the dude that's unattractive is definitely seeking attention and validation. And the moment you give him that, he's willing to do whatever mm -hmm. they want. Um and that's where that's where you get that relationship between beta and alpha and that that cross where it's like, yeah, the dude is really excited that you find him attractive because you're like you're you're the you're the ten in the scale that he doesn't exactly. imagine he would ever get. But in the, but at the same time, it's like, um, what else, other than just constantly trying to please you, you know, what else can he offer you that, that would make you, you know, I don't know, maybe if it's not the looks, maybe, maybe it's the beat, maybe it's their, um, their, uh, work ethic that you're probably attracted to. Is that something that you Well, the, the ugly ones, they're, they're the total package except for their looks. Right. Like the last one that I was dating, he had a good job. You know, he had money, he had investments. He was respectful. Right. He was intelligent. You know, it's like check, 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 check. You know, cared about, you know, his family, his mom kind of thing. So there was nothing on paper. Wrong. He looked great on paper, looked perfect on paper. Right. But then you make eye contact with him. You're like, yikes, am I really doing this? Am I really doing Shit. this? It was bad. It was bad. So we're looking at, so we're looking at very, very overweight. 
very so I've done that I've done that and I actually don't mind a fat man but this one was absurd like you know how DJ Khaled looks with his shirt off before he lost this weight yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like that it was just awful hanging just globs of meat and he had really bad teeth so that was like the first unattractive Uh, man I dated and then there was uh, another one who was fit like lean but his face looked like uh-huh. Shredder, I guess, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. I showed his picture uh-huh. to my masseuse, and she, she's like, oh, no, oh, no. So I showed uh-huh. it to my girl. My girl was like, come on, Brownie, really? Like, that's how bad he looked. It's not just me being, like, shallow. Or I showed his picture to people, and this is their reaction. Like, and then this latest uh-huh. one... My girl said he looks like he has Down syndrome. Oh, yep. Gosh, that's cool. <laughs> Kid, nigga looks like he has like uh, 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 yeah. a disease. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I, I don't mean, just like a little overweight or, you know, eyes are too close together <laughs> or an overbite. No, I'm talking about people. You don't want your friends to meet them. That's what I'm talking about. Right. 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 Because, you know, representation is key, you know, and I, I I understand, like, a lot of guys will say the same thing. It's like, yeah, I don't want to, it's not the idea of really having a trophy wife, but it's just having that, you know, when, when you're going to be in spaces where you're doing business, whatever, you want people to know that, hey, your wife represents you or your partner represents you. She looks good. You look good. And it should be the same thing around. Uh, so I, I, so there's no shame. Um, I, I see your, your point. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's really tough for some of these guys um, because I get it. And it, it, this is something that I could speak to because when you're working constantly, yeah, you tend to like, you know, especially during quarantine, shit. Yeah, you could, put, you could put a couple of pounds, but that's where the effort comes into where you try to balance work, health, finance, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and ideally, see, now that, now that I'm having this conversation with you, I could see why exactly why that'd be extreme turnoff because if you do decide to pursue with this person right let's just say overweight wise um that's that's gonna cost money you know if you do decide to have like you know you build a future with this person who's just who's to say that this person won't have a heart attack while he's sleeping yeah. you know what i mean um and all and also you know all these things matter so <laughs> what can we do so you you're trying you're trying your best so, obviously, it kind of sounds like, you know, your best option is just probably just to be very in the space or where you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to just date and <laughs> hope for the best, you know. Um, but one thing that I really wanted to talk, talk to you about is like, in our conversation last at, uh, at that spot is that we talked about um, dealing with a breakup pre-COVID. So... So you, in a long-term relationship, you break up and then you go out clubbing or you want to go out and, and then, um, you know, you meet somebody who's probably going through that same experience. And one thing I would automatically imagine is like, am I a rebound to her? Mm-hmm. You know? And my question to you is being that, you know, you have um, a group of friends, women that you trust in your life. Have you ever... Uh, experience or witness something similar where you know you know you had a homegirl who was just going through a bad breakup and she just you know 
hop into a new mm-hmm. relationship too early. What was that experience like, and how did that impact your relationship? Yeah, homegirl was wilding out for real. She was <laughs> brokenhearted. Thought this was gonna be the guy uh-huh. she was gonna marry. Um, they'd been together for a few years, and she found out basically she'd been wasting her time, um, which is hard to deal with when you know it's, it's on you. You know, it's he not that he necessarily tricked her. Uh, she was just focused on the potential like you were saying, versus what the reality was. So that's a hard pill to swallow. Hard pill to swallow. And she's like in the prime of her life. You know, so she feels like she gave up her best years, you know, with this person. So it's a lot. Pretty heavy on her. So she decided to go after uh, a celebrity. <laughs> kind of a, I don't know, maybe a B, B celebrity, B level. Uh, this comic uh-huh. and, um, and an actor. So she, okay. um, he does these um, live streams on Instagram, which, you know, a lot of people are doing right now during the pandemic. And she, you know, becomes a regular uh, viewer. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, she comments, et cetera, gets his attention. He slides in the DMs. And she bangs this dude. <laughs> no, I think they did. No, they did. No, they did everything but. They did everything but, actually. But he couldn't take her to his uh, place because he lives with a chick. And he was trying oh, to do her God. in the car. They were, like, messing around in the car. Then he took her into an abandoned apartment near, like, in his building. Like, an apartment that was, like, open and no one lived there. And, like, on the floor of the abandoned apartment. Just random things you should... In a staircase, he tried to do her. Just... You should be. We could get a hotel. Like he wasn't even like, let's get a room. He was just trying to do it wherever he could. And she gave this dude a lot of time and energy. Was over there almost every day and talking on the phone for hours. So clearly, it was something he needed too. He was looking for. She wasted her time with this dude. Wanted more. Was surprised when he didn't want anything from her. He already lives with a girl. So she's again tricking herself. And when she realizes this is going nowhere, she flips out. They have a huge blowout. She's threatening to, she's African. She threatens to put a curse on him. <laughs> like it was a whole thing. Oh, shit. She's threatening to put spells and shit on him. So it was a whole thing. And then she jumps into it with another dude. Dude, I guess she had been texting or whatever, who was interested in the past, let him come back. And she just sleeps with him on the first night and then doesn't hear from him gets mad she wants to put a curse on him and i gotta talk her down like why are you throwing around curses you you fucked him on the first night no he's not he's right. not interested in anything you guys were talking before he tried to bang you then he right. didn't want anything then he got what he wanted he's out that's not on him that's on you oh. it's crazy so she's she's the curse lady he we call her the curse lady in the right. circle Mind you, she never puts curses on people. She always threatens to put a curse on someone. Right. Curse threats. So it's just, she's just making really bad decisions. We went out to the Spanish club. No one in there spoke mm. English, except for like the waitress we had. And she ends up, well, you know, Spanish boys are fine. You know, they're buying us drinks. You were doing some, some salsa, some bachata. And she gives one of the boys her number. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't speak English. He's like 22 years old, <laughs> off the boat, no English. <laughs> and then he's like, 
I guess through his friend or whatever was texting, said, can you come over to our apartment, smoke some weed? No, why would you give? So just bad decision after bad decision on some rebound, hurt, I just need someone kind of thing. She's going through a, a rough patch. Can you take a break, some right, time for right, yourself, right. let yourself heal? You know, you had a devastating breakup. Maybe it's time to be single for a yeah. bit. Yeah. So it's it's tough. That is that is um especially when you live in this country, the the ultimate melting pot. You get a you get um you get introduced to different type of cultures. And that's one thing that you're you're um I'm realizing is that like everybody has different type of value sets and how they approach and how they court. And when you give it up on the first date, maybe that's not a big deal to somebody from one set of the culture because they because they're experiencing this life as you are. They might be second generation or third generation, you know, into the country. But if you get if you're gonna offer yourself to somebody who appears to be like, um, yeah, this is their, you know, they just they're really new to the country and they're still trying to get accustomed to like the America way of life lifestyle, right? Um, just got to be very um. Had to be very careful, <laughs> uh, but but it is it is an honest thing that where you people who are in long term relationships they feel like they've given up too much of their time, and I completely un- understand uh, why that would matter so much, you know, from a uh, from a woman's yeah. point of view. Um, but I I'll be honest with you. I bet if we have a conversation, whether that she saw the signs but just didn't want absolutely. To you know, it seems like to me your friend didn't have enough leverage to even demand something. Mm. You know, what I'm mm. and 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 what do you think if you were her? Um, you know, being in that situation, what would you think you would have? How you would have handled the situation to to get this person to you know get a desired response from them? Yeah, with. Her, I think that she should have just had fun with these guys. I've had some girl. I have another girl who, same, similar situation, devoted years and years to this guy. And um, then he broke up with her. And she's starting from scratch. And she went through a whole period Mm -hmm. in a different way where she was just banging out randoms, like on some one-night stand shit, but didn't expect a relationship, didn't want a relationship with them just having fun taking it for what it is she was enjoying that aspect of being single she hadn't been single i don't know she was with this guy over five years maybe longer and she's a younger chick she's maybe maybe 25 26 years old so you know she spent Mm -hmm. a lot of her 20s in a relationship monogamous so she's enjoying it so i think you should go in Mm -hmm. knowing what it is especially you're going to be sleeping with someone I try to get an understanding right right up front. What are you looking for? Are you looking for Mm. a one night stand? I don't do one night stands. So, you know, this isn't going to work out. Are you looking what a friends with benefits? Okay. Maybe we can get to that point. It's still not going to be today. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But we'll see how things go, whatever. I'm open to having a friends with benefits relationship, but we, we have to communicate about it. I need to know up front what it is before I'm going to have sex with someone. So I think that that's where my girl made a mistake mm-hmm. where she's doing the physical things up front and then coming on the back end trying to ask for something. It's just too late. It's too late. Your leverage is gone. Yeah. It's the time has passed. He's over it. You know, you feel bad about mm-hmm. yourself, etc. You should have got that conversation out of the way up front. So I did have that talk with her. Hopefully she learns from mm-hmm. it. 
in the future. But I'm of the belief that you should know up front what it is. And your choice is your choice. My girl who's kind of hoeing out, she actually found someone. So hopefully she's... (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, because she was scaring me for a bit. (laughs) So... (laughs) But she met a guy. I don't know if they're official, but I know she's been dating this guy for a while now. Happy for her. Seems like a good catch. Checks all the boxes. But, um, okay. you know, I it's fine if you want to do that, but you got to know what you want. You have to know what you want. You're in control of the situation. You decide if it's going down or not. So it should be on your terms. And you don't have to settle. You don't have to jump on. You know, there's plenty mm. of penises everywhere if that's what you're looking for. You don't have to settle for something that right. you don't want. So hey, I need to probably reach out to her. Now I feel bad. <laughs> I haven't checked on her in a minute. <laughs> nah, but but you know, that's that's key. Um, that's really key to 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 you know, when you when you're in a situation like that and you're dealing with someone that's going out of control, you know, it actually helps you real value yeah. who you are. So what are some telltale signs that a guy should automatically be aware of? you know, before they try to pursue this person. Yeah, I think the willingness to go physical says a lot. Uh Um, Also, there, I have a guy actually, it wasn't on the physical side for me. I was just looking for someone to hang out with, you know, fill my time with. Mm -hmm. And he was asking Mm -hmm. all of these questions, trying to get to know me as if, you know, he wanted to date me or something. And I'm just giving Mm -hmm. one word answers. I'm taking two days to respond i'm not answering any questions i'm not asking any questions to him (laughs) um and then i ended up just saying like wow you're asking a lot of questions (laughs) he was like yeah i'm just trying to get to know you and like i didn't even respond and i ended up just like ghosting him um so i think the lack of interest thing is a one only hitting somebody up for certain reasons like i only hit him up when i was about to go (laughs) to this go-go spot and i want to see if he was going so that's where i met him so I was like, oh, you're going to such and such tonight kind of thing. That's the only reason I would hit him up. I don't want to go to dinner with you. I don't want to talk on the phone, nothing. So I'm being very direct and I'm not trying to get to know you. <laughs> Sounds bad, but it's the truth. Um, and then with my girls, that willingness to go physical so fast kind of shows you something's broken in there or mm. they're just going through a whole phase. Because how do you meet someone and that same night you're sleeping with them? Either you, you and your whole shit right now or something is damaged mm-hmm. on the inside that makes you want to jump into this and still expect substance on the other end of it. So, I mean, I, in my opinion, that's a definite red flag when a chick is trying to get that physical that early. I don't know. Right. Maybe on some drunk right. shit right. making right. out. Okay. Maybe I'll give you that. You know, I uh-huh. definitely have been there. <laughs> but I don't know. The <laughs> having sex with strangers is so dangerous. Not and especially as a woman, so so dangerous right. and not smart is you know, it says a lot. After a certain age, I said maybe I'll give you a pass in college or something. I'm trying to come up with excuses of when this is okay, but it's really it's really not. It's really not. You're setting yourself up to potentially be murdered, you know, and disappear. Going home with somebody that you don't know. So even when you 100%. do know them, you know, there's just, that's a whole nother combo, though, about precautions you should take. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's it's a red flag. It's an absolute red flag. Good luck, fellas. 
And <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 interesting because like uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, fellas, um, maybe not fellas, but I'm realizing that most people just don't really don't know how to like put certain relationships in yes. the box. You know, what I'm saying you have your that are like someone who could be like a companion. You have those that are like confidants, and you know, you have you know a lot of times, especially for me growing up. And, and this is part of, and I think this is where it hits for a lot of dudes as far as how they engage with women is that um, we automatically assume that every single woman is just relationship mm. ready. We automatically assume that because we really, we really didn't have the opportunity to really learn about, um, you know, girl-like behavior. Like we hear it all the time, like especially in the household, you hear stuff like how mothers would raise their daughters but love their mm-hmm. sons type of shit and that type of that type of behavior makes it very difficult for that young man to then when he's trying to court his you know girl whatever uh, he doesn't really know how to read her properly he doesn't even know whether or not this person's supposed to be his girlfriend she could just be a right. home girl um, so so I think that comes with time that comes with age and that comes from like having a dope conversation with Brian and Marie <laughs> in our podcast to discuss these relationship things but i think we 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 tackle yeah, the man <laughs> we tackle that we tackle what the alphas and the betas the <laughs> <and> the <gammas. laughs> we you know we, we're talking new levels and new new things and i think like you and i were just you know we can agree that like you know the relationships are really like applying yep. for a job and not every not every company is for you. Not every company shares the same cultural values as you. So choose wisely and um, and uh, make sure you do a credit, yes. a, a background check. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, but um, but yeah, um, this is this was this was really dope. I really love the chat that we have. Um, is there anything that you know, how can the people? Yes, find thank you again for having me on. This is so much fun. So much fun. Learned a lot yeah. also. Um, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Brownie Marie, B-R-O-W-N-I-E-M-A-R-I-E. On Twitter is M-Z underscore Brownie. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Brownie Marie. And also check out my website. I have an entertainment and lifestyle news site and a newswire. It is called lifeentertainmentnews.com. Lifeentertainmentnews.com. Nice, nice. Brownie Marie, ladies and gentlemen, give her a Thank round you. of applause. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in for another wonderful episode. We gotta have it. I am your host, Wally Wall Street, with my very special friend, Brownie Marie. Be sure to follow her, check her out, her website. And yeah, um, be in the lookout for the next episode. Visit wegottahabit.com. And yeah, click on that notification so you can so it could pop up on your desktop. All right. Once again, I'll see you later. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace.